0: Today's episode is brought to you by you. We're almost at 3,000 lessons for season one, which is amazing. And it's not possible without listeners like you. But here's the thing, we're not to 3,000 left and we only have three episodes left. So if you can share this with a teacher friend, share this with your mom, share this with your dog... Let's get it up to 3,000. I'm going to share it with the goose outside, and I don't even like that guy. My name's Fred Kep. I'm the host of the Teacher Recharge podcast. Let's get this episode started. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Oh! listeners, Welcome back to another edition of the Teacher Recharge Podcast, the only podcast on the internet hosted by your boy, that's me, Fred cap and I have an update, folks, on the goose saga. So in the past couple episodes, I've been telling you about this progressively aggressive goose right outside of my apartment door. Because it is Canadian goose nesting season. Well, I have a new chapter to the saga. Probably one of the final chapters, hopefully. Because today, breaking news from Wichita, Kansas, we have seen a chick. A chick, I repeat, is in the nest. Which means these geese are probably about to get the heck out of Dodge. They're going to go toward the water away from my dog and I. So this war will finally reach a peaceful Conclusion with no fatalities. Fantastic. Oh my goodness. So, the end of that saga, hopefully, but the beginning of this awesome episode featuring none other than the founder of Side Hustle Teachers, and the creator of Side Hustle Summer Camp, Stacy Ogden herself. Her mission is to help teachers build businesses outside the classroom to provide them with financial security, alternative means to support themselves, and a way to follow their passion. This episode, we talk about so much. I mean, she has an extensive background in education, she currently is a full-time teacher, and she has a ton of side hustles that are making her money. And she wants to help you do it, too. I think you're going to really take a lot from this. We talk about a lot of fantastic, fantastic subjects here. So without further ado, enjoy the episode with Stacey Ogden. All right, welcome back to the Teacher Recharge Podcast today. As mentioned previously, we have a very special guest. Her name is Stacy Ogden. She is the founder of Side Hustle Teachers. Stacy, how in the heck are you doing today? Well, it's 7 o'clock at night, so I'm pretty tired, but I'm doing good. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah. We, we record this at night, but it'll go out in the morning. <laughs> exactly. So. Got to push through that time. Yeah, it's been a long day, though. And, and actually, it's it's a Tuesday, so getting getting into the middle of the week almost here. So I feel you on that. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about what you do. So Side Hustle Teachers, what's all that about? How did you get there? And, and what have you been? You have a extensive career in, in teaching and stuff. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah, so I've been a music teacher for 18 years And about seven years ago, I started looking for just something else. I'm just someone who needs a project. Otherwise, I get so overly involved in teaching that it's just not healthy. (laughs) And so I started looking for something and I said, well, you know, if I'm going to do something, I might as well make some money at it. And I joined a direct sales company and I was horrible. I I was (sighs) awful at it. It was not my cup of tea, but it did lead me to blogging which was my first successful business, which is sort of on autopilot now. And then I got to a point where the blog wasn't really enough of a project anymore because it, you know, had sort of settled into a nice little routine. Mm -hmm. And I started looking for a way to connect with people more directly. So I started looking into, well, you know, I've got all of this like knowledge now on how to run a business as a teacher because I've been doing it for so long and people kept asking me, like, how do you make time for this? How do you know what to sell? How do you know what's a good opportunity and what you should pass up on? My friend keeps telling me about this direct sales company that they're part of. Should I join it? And so I kept getting these questions and I said, okay, so I think these questions are sort of the universe's way of telling me that people want to know this stuff. Yeah. That teachers are looking for ways to make more money you know, do something that they're passionate about. And, you know, in some cases people are looking for other career alternatives, but I have to say a lot of the time, once we start side hustling, I've had a lot of people come to me and this is my own personal experience as well. I enjoy teaching more now that I have a side hustle because it gives me something else to focus on. Mm -hmm. So I'm not so like myopic in the zone education wow. that's, theory.
0: That's a wonderful word. <laughs> Myopic. Wow. Myopic. Word of the day. I yes.
1: Love SAT word, boys and girls.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's so awesome though. So tell me a little bit though. So you're still teaching thing. Yes. Oh yeah. I'm a yeah. full-time teacher. Perfect. And you're teaching music.
1: Yes. Yep. Middle school. Oh
0: my gosh. That is, that is fantastic. And so you created this blog. It's called, uh, creating my happiness. Yes. Is that, is that the correct name? Yep, that was okay. my first blog. It's still up and running. Mm-hmm. And so how do you uh, how do you even make money blogging? Like what is, what, how do you do that?
1: <laughs>
0: well, the first
1: money I ever made was through Google AdSense. And I was so excited because it was up and running for six months before I decided to actually put Google ads on there. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the year, after those six months, because I started it in June, I had Two dollars and eleven cents. Oh my gosh. Woo! I know. But it was addicting. Like I got I saw that total that they owed me two dollars and eleven cents and I was like, oh my gosh, this is gotta be a thing. Mm -hmm. So I I started looking into what I could do to build that up. And I, you know, I kept building my content and I kept building my audience. And you know, slowly but surely, I gained enough of an audience to join an ad network, so I didn't have to rely on the pennies that Google pays. You're right And you know, now I got some sponsored posts, mm-hmm. and you know, there are other things, affiliate links for Amazon and stuff like that. So there's lots of different ways to to make money here and there on a blog, and it's it's nothing to sneeze at.
0: yeah, wow, that is. Very unique, especially for for a full-time teacher, which is the whole reason we have here. Awesome. Cool. (laughs) Sweet. So this podcast is all about hyping teachers up, getting them ready for the week ahead so that they can make the biggest impact possible, not only in their own lives, but in their student lives as well. So it's Monday. (laughs) What are you doing to get ready for the week ahead, How do you hit the ground running so that you can take care of all these other side things while still delivering a fantastic day to your students?
1: Well, the first thing I do, and I do this every single morning, is I get up an hour earlier than I have to. Mm -hmm. I get up at five so that I can take care of all my stuff. I can sit down with a cup of tea and watch the news, and I can check Facebook, and I can do you know, whatever needs to little tasks that get done. They might be business tasks. They might be school tasks. But for me, the extra time in the quiet Mm -hmm. one, I'm a hardcore introvert. So that quiet time is necessary because my eight year old does not believe in starting slow. She is up and she is running and she's talking and yeah. So that for me is one thing. And the other thing is that I like to start my day not rushed mm-hmm. like there's enough rushing going on as soon as I walk out the door. you know right. the car starts and I'm rushing to work and then I'm rushing to cover my homeroom and then I'm rushing for this and I'm cleaning up after the eighth graders while the seventh graders are waiting at the door staring at me so yeah. there's plenty of rushing and I like to take that time to just go slow and yeah. do whatever I can get done and whatever I don't get done, you know I'll do it
0: later. There's this thing I've been, I, I was talking with one of the, my colleagues earlier, I think it was like last week and it was, uh, we were talking about the subject of differentiation and not in a math sense, but in a, in a personal sense, because a math sense is boring. No offense, math teachers out there, <laughs> but we were talking about how it's so important to be able to differentiate yourself from your job and being able to look at, okay, yeah, for example, I'm a soccer coach, but. You know the win loss record or or how my team does doesn't reflect who I am as a person. Like I can't put my entire worth on that. Mm -hmm. I have to be be able to differentiate that because if I don't, I get anxious, I get stressed, and in times of transition, like you're talking about, seventh graders are waiting at the door. I'm freaking out because like my (laughs) whole worth is in what they think of me and what their their results are. So that is such a healing thing to know that, like, just to be able to differentiate yourself and say, look, no, like, it's a transition period. I'm going to take the time and I'm going to get my my ducks in a row. You said you're an introvert. Yeah. Ooh, I would have never guessed that. That's really interesting. <laughs> a lot of us, I feel like, think introverts are like super closed off to, to communicating. But I feel like, uh, what kind of introvert would you say you are? What makes you an introvert then?
1: Well, the, the whole thing about introvert extrovert is that you get your energy from either being with people right. or from being alone. So I know that I need to start my day with that alone time uh-huh. because if I'm like, if I'm surrounded by people or if I'm having to answer questions or do things for other people, I'm just going to feel drained for the rest of the day. Right. But if I'm able to, to schedule things out and work things and arrange things in a way that I get some alone time. I can be totally energetic when I need to be and I can be totally outgoing when I need to be. And, you know, I, it's all about balance and finding that balance for you.
0: Wow. Yeah. And I, I like that. I kind of wanted to just get pick your brain with that just because I think that is a common misconception is that introverts are closed off and stuff like that's not necessarily what that means. So I'm glad that you shed some light on That The (laughs) next thing I wanted to ask, is there anything else that you're doing that makes you unique, sets you apart from other teachers?
1: Well, I did just get a room full of flexible seating stuff in my classroom. So my kids never want to leave anymore. So Mm -hmm. I've got the wobble stools and the yoga balls, but they really love the floor pillows. And they literally just lay there with their, you know, I've got iPads in my classroom. So (laughs) I've got this like room that the kids just feel like they're just Chilling out, but I have them doing work at the same time, oh so my
0: gosh.
1: that's that's one of my one of my shining star moments right there is getting that done.
0: That's really cool. I want to go to your classroom but then, I, <laughs> but then I probably wouldn't want to leave next thing right before we get to kind of a break here is what is something that you have failed at, and how did you react to that failure? Oh gosh,
1: there are so many to choose from. <laughs> other than my first side hustle, which was a complete and utter failure. I actually here in Connecticut, we have now it's called team back when I was a new teacher, we had something called best. And -hmm. I forget what the acronym was for, but it was the new teacher training. And in your second year, you have to put together this massive portfolio. Mm -hmm. Like you needed a three inch binder with like there was all these standards for what needed to be on every single page your social security number and all this other stuff and the first time I submitted it I didn't pass. Oh. And it was like a year's worth of work and I sat there wallowing in self-pity for a couple days like over the weekend I just sat there and sobbed. And I went to my principal in the morning on Monday morning and I was like, "What the? I don't even understand like should I just quit? And she was like, absolutely not. It was, you know, go to the meeting because they offer meetings for teachers who don't pass the first time to see, you know, what they could have done to improve. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And so I, she's like, go to the meeting, listen to what they have to say, but with every single word you hear come out of their mouth, know that we know you're an amazing teacher And we want you here. Our kids need you here. And I was like, oh my gosh. So, I, you know, two things came out of that. One is that even a gigantic, heartbreaking, utterly devastating failure is not the end of things. And two, when you're struggling, if you reach out to someone, Mm -hmm. it's amazing what you will get back because I, I I never felt more at home anywhere than I did at that school after we had that talk.
0: Right. One of the things that whole failure slash reaction kind of brings about is I have a friend who's a speaker who says that every student is one positive mentor away from it being a success. And I I love that saying. I think that's so important. But I think it also goes for teachers as well. You know, like we, we need support. We need people that we can reach out to. I've heard horror stories of people reaching out to principal or something and them just shutting them down. But to hear that that is even a possibility, I hope if you're listening to this, that you see that and you, that kind of, urges you to ask for help if you're in a kind of a sticky situation, because I mean, even mentors need mentors. That's just, that's the case. We all need somebody. That's why, I mean, humans are social animals to an extent. Yeah. And now I'm a mentor for new teachers. So and that was the other thing I was going to say is you're still teaching. (laughs) right i mean like that's amazing and not only are you teaching you're doing some pretty crazy cool stuff on the (laughs) on the side too and and you're 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 helping other teachers so like like i just said i i think that just pushes that even further that even mentors are one positive mentor away from some from being a big success which is awesome well we are going to go ahead and take a quick break then we will be back with story time For you, the listeners of the Teacher Recharge podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30 day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Now, whenever I have a guest on the show, I ask them for a recommendation. So, Stacey, what is your book recommendation?
1: I'm going to go sort of out of left field here and I'm going to go with Michael J. Fox's book. Always looking up.
0: Yeah. Right. Well, if you would like your free audiobook download of Michael J. Fox's Always Looking Up or any of the other 180,000 titles that they have to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player, just go to audibletrial.com slash teacher recharge. Once again, that's Audibletrial.com slash teacher recharge. Back to the show. We're back on the interview with Stacy Ogden. And it is my favorite time of the week. My favorite time of life, period, to be honest. This is story time. This is a part of the show where I just shut up and let the guest talk. Now this story could be happy, it could be sad, it could be downright depressing. I just give the guests the floor and they do the rest. So Stacy, it's story time. Oh my gosh. Okay.
1: I want to go back way, way back. My first, and this is actually the first school that I worked in, in the United States. Cause I, my first year of teaching, I taught in England. So I came to the States, I got this job, I was hired over the phone and it was full on pre-K through eight band, chorus, orchestra, general music. It was all the things all the time. And the end of the year came And it was time to put on a concert for the parents because, you know, I teach music. So we were putting on the concert and I had planned everything out to the last detail. Like we had the auditorium set, we had lighting cues. I had students lined up to volunteer and parents doing everything. And we go to get ready for the concert. And I realized that I had forgotten to bring any sort of change of clothes. So there I was in my, like, dirty, the stuff that I'd been moving risers and and chairs around all day. I looked awful. And I'm just here, like, capri pants and sneakers. It was really bad. <laughs> and I go to the kids who I made dress up, you know, like, they had a dress code. And I'm like, okay, just so you know, Miss Stacy forgot her change of clothes, so you guys are all going to shine on stage because you're going to look so much better than me. <laughs> I have I this one girl come up to me and she's like, well, I have a sticker for you if you want. And I was like, okay, that'd be great. And then the next thing I knew I had like 400 stickers well, all over me because the kids wanted me to feel just as special as they did going oh. on stage. And I, I still tear up every time I think about it because it was just a moment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was so funny and so embarrassing and so sweet all at the same time. It's like my, it's one of my favorite teaching stories ever. Wow. Pre-K through eighth, that entire. Yeah. So that, that would probably, I think the girl who started, it was a third grader, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. But yeah, I had the kids all the way through. So like kids that I had when they were fourth graders, have babies now. So it's really, it's hard to remember who was, how old, when. But I think she was a third grader at that point, and it was just so sweet.
0: Wow, that is so, and you know what that shows, though, is that shows, because was that at the end of the year? Yeah. 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 That in my opinion, that's a reflection on how you have kind of touched their lives. Like, okay, things are going wrong. Show must go on. It uh-huh. <laughs> you know? and not only must it go on, it, it's I feel like it's a reflection of maybe you leading by example to say, I mean, someone's stepping up and you said she's a third grader. She's stepping up and saying, Look, I know in this situation I would wanna be included here, Miss Stacy. You can you can feel included by this, even if it is a sticker. I'd be like, like, yeah, thanks. (laughs) But that's such an awesome story. I love that. That's going to make me cry here on air, (laughs) my goodness. I have a couple questions out of that, though. First of all, the first thing you said that I have to spin it on back, you said your first year of teaching was in England. Hold up. What? What, what age was that? What was that like? How does that differ from the U.S.? Oh gosh! Well, I had worked at a
1: summer camp for two years prior, and it was one of the overnight all-girls camps. And about half our staff was international, so I was like, I want to do that. I want to go and you know work somewhere else. And and I figured I speak no other language, so England would be a good place to go.
0: <laughs> definitely,
1: <laughs> I can definitely communicate with everybody there. And I just started looking for jobs and I found one in this little teeny tiny town that nobody has ever heard of, Felixstowe. And it was, they call it a secondary school. So it was basically like a middle school and high school combined. Mm-hmm. And my classes were middle school, what we would call middle school. And then I also did some choir stuff for the high schoolers and, mm-hmm. you know, some other things here and there. But yeah, it was, you know, it's, Remarkably similar mm-hmm. to how we do things here. I had to leave some time at the end of every class to talk American to the kids.
0: <laughs> you have to obviously. Yeah.
1: So they would ask me, you know, how do you say that thing over there? I'm like, it's a garbage can. They're like, he,
0: he, 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 Miss, that's
1: the bin. <laughs> and I'm like, okay,
0: so awesome. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm not yeah. gonna regret a- asking that question for sure. That is fantastic. <laughs> Wow, and then the other thing that came out of that that is so cool is just I feel like this has been a common theme on this podcast lately, but just the ability of a teacher to just admit to their students that something isn't right, whether it's completely like they made a mistake or whether it's just like I didn't bring a change of clothes, just to admit it and say, look, guys, level with me. And then your positive spin. I just love that. Like you're going (laughs) to shine extra bright. (laughs) I feel like everyone out there can learn a lot because there's, there's so many teachers. And I mean, I've been guilty of this myself even is like, sometimes our egos are so high that there's no way we would admit that. But for you to do that and then to see the response of your kids being so caring, Oh, gives me hope in the world. (laughs) Before we go, If people want to get in touch with you or follow some of the stuff you're doing, how can they do that?
1: There's a couple of ways. My website is side hustle teachers.com, and I also have the Side Hustle Teachers podcast. And I think, because you said this is coming out on Monday the sixth, right, of May. Yes. Yes. So actually, yesterday, when this episode comes out, is when the doors opened to Side Hustle Summer Camp, which is My eight week program that helps teachers get their business built over summer vacation so that they can return to school with the back end all set up, a plan in place, and they can just hit the ground running.
0: That sounds legit. And what a way to spend just, I mean, in two months, right? Two, three months there, spending your summer, finding a way to earn a little bit of extra money. I feel like that is necessary for everyone. So get up on that, everybody.
1: (laughs) And I did arrange it. So no matter where you are in the country, I've got two sessions. I've got the session that runs June and July for the people who get out super early. And then there's the July-June one or the July-August one for people like me who were in school until June 29th last year.
0: (laughs) Whoa. Really? They have places like that in America? That's crazy. (laughs) By the way, where are you coming to us from right now?
1: I'm in Connecticut. Connecticut. We, it was, okay. Yeah, it was a weird year. We had a big storm in May that kind of oh. took everything off its kilter and we lost a week
0: of school. So, Goodness yeah. gracious. That is... Short, that's a- short summer last year. <laughs> wow. Well, I will put a link to all of that stuff that she's mentioned in the description, check out the side hustle teachers podcast as well. What do you do on and what's that podcast all about? Just side hustles for teachers.
1: Yep. I interview people with unique side hustles. I've got a food truck vendor. I've got some, a pop-up art school and, Ooh. and then I also just give some tips from my own experience.
0: All right. That sounds super. When does that come out? Does that like come out every week? How do, how is that working?
1: Yeah, we're just wrapping up season one, but it's okay. um, weekly on Mondays okay. for the next couple of weeks. And then we'll take a break for the summer and then we'll be back in late September,
0: I think. Sweet. That is about how this works. So awesome. <laughs> Once you get done listening to this, listen to that one. Perfect is that. Awesome. <laughs> well, we surely appreciate your time today. This has been a fantastic episode. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. We're almost at the end of the show, but first, the weekly challenge that will help you make the biggest impact in your own life and the life of your students. This week, the challenge is more around you since we are approaching those summer months. I want you to go to Stacy's website. That is side-hustle-teachers.com. Link will be in the description. Sign up for that 2019 summer camp, and over those summer months, Utilize them to grow your side hustle so you can hit the ground running in fall of 2019. Let me know how it goes and if I can help support that at all. All right. Until next week, go out and make an impact. Have a fantastic week. Much love.